If you're bored with just simply running your usual run, you might want to consider doing something different and getting off the beaten track. And I'm going to talk a bit about that in this video. Now, trail running, as it's often called, is becoming increasingly popular. And it means running through woods, forests, mountains and open country. And in the UK and Ireland, it's often called fell running. And basically, it means you're running where most people hike. The amount of organised trail races has grown over the past few years, all over the world, and it's now well into the hundreds in North America alone. And runners often cite less impact stress compared to road running, as well as the challenging landscape and being in a non-urban environment. And these are, are some of the primary reasons that people give for enjoying trail running. And this move to nature is also reflected in a large increase in competitors at non-traditional or off-road triathlons. And of course, you have the adventure racing and this sort of thing. And this has been growing and growing over the past few years. But before you hit the trail and run, there are a few things that you need to do to make sure that it's a safe, enjoyable experience. And the first thing, and I would say the golden rule, is don't go trail running alone. Because that way, someone can raise the alarm if you get injured. Now, if you do decide to run alone, and like I say, it's not recommended, but if you do, you should make sure that someone else knows your intended route, and you should let them know when you get home. When you're running the trail, you should bring a map, a compass, cell phone, and a whistle. And if you do a lot of trail running, then you should consider investing in a wearable GPS. You can get some that look a bit like a watch. And the reason for this is mobile coverage, uh, cell phone coverage, can be patchy in remote areas. And a GPS app on your smartphone may not work. Something else that you should do is you should think in time, not in distance. So unless you're running in a circular route, you're going to need twice the time. You're going to need to run to where you plan on running to. And then you're going to have to run back to your car or back to the place that you're staying. So you do need to uh, take that into account. And of course, difficult terrain can really slow you down. So what you should do is to run for half the time that you've set yourself. Then when you get to that time, turn around and go back regardless of how far you've run. Now, if most of your run is going to be downhill when you're going out, bear in mind it's going to take you longer to run back. So you should perhaps turn around about one third of your time that you've set yourself. So you run for a third of your time downhill, then you know you're gonna to have to turn around and it's gonna take you more time to go back because you're mostly uphill. So you do have to uh, factor all this in. But don't think about distance like you would if you were running on the road or uh, on a track because you can't really take that into account. 
something else that you should do is to check the weather forecast ahead of time before you set out on your run. And this is particularly important in mountain areas because the weather can really change quickly. So make sure you know what's expected. And if bad weather is forecast, then cancel your run or just do a short run so that you can be somewhere safe when the rain or snow or fog, etc. closes in. You also need to be aware of wildlife. Yeah, there's lots of hazards out there in the woods. Uh, bears, snakes, mountain lions, wolves, wild boar, etc. They can all pose a danger depending on where you're running. And so you do need to be aware that wildlife might see you as a threat on their territory. And, you know, that's the best case scenario. In the worst case scenario, they might think of you as lunch. So you do need to uh, bear that in mind and make sure that you keep your eyes and ears open for anything that might pose a danger. And unfortunately, people can also pose a danger. And this is particularly true if you're running on the edge of an urban area, say. So you need to make sure that you do have some means of um, protecting yourself. Women in particular should carry mace or pepper spray for protection. Something else that you should do is to wear bright colours in hunting season. Uh, if you're in an area where you know there's going to be hunting, you want to make sure that you stand out so that some trigger-happy hunter doesn't think of you as a deer or something and find out only too late. So when you're out there, call out to others so that hunters know where you are and also so that other people you meet don't think of you as a threat because after all, whereas you know other people might be a threat to you, some people might consider you a threat to them. So you want to make sure that you're a friend and not a foe. It's very important that you wear the correct footwear. Running shoes for trail running have a rugged sole for better grip. And they are much more robust than the sort of running shoes that you would get for running in your local park or for just going for a jog around the block. And you should also make sure that your shoes are waterproof so that you're protected when you run through the mud and so on. You also need to make sure that you have enough water so that you can stay hydrated. And this is particularly important if you're running in the summertime. Now, water from mountain streams may not be potable, it may not be drinkable, uh, it may have all sorts of things in it that could make you sick. So you do need to have some fresh water. And not just for drinking, but also if you fall and cut yourself or graze yourself, you'll want to be able to wash the wound and get all the mud and stuff out of it before you put on a dressing. So you would need to make sure that you do have enough water for that purpose as well. You should also carry a first aid kit. You can carry a small first aid kit that's got things like bandages and sticking plasters and that sort of thing in just to be able to dress any wounds that you might get while you're out there in the woods. And you can get a small one that can fit into a pouch or a bum bag or something like that. And you should also feed up before you go and carry energy bars 
even on short runs, because you never know when the weather might close in and your run might take you longer than you think. So you need to make sure that you do have enough energy. So you need to have food as well as water. Now, when you start trail running, you should start on easy, short trails and then build yourself up to the more challenging ones. If you join a trail running club, that can be very beneficial, especially if you're a trail running newbie, because you're going to have information from people who know the trails, you're going to have support from people who are other trail runners, and there's going to be some general uh, sense of camaraderie as well. So it's a good idea to join a trail running club uh, when you're first starting out. But above all else, have fun. Trail running is a fantastic way to enjoy spending time in the great outdoors.